A popular outcast production. podcast where we're going to be talking about e3 um my name is mark matters and i'm here with kevin cybers you guys owe each other cokes uh. <laughs> okay kevin uh. you're potentially inebriated what are you drinking i'm drinking ron zacapa 23 aged rum 23 year yes that is what okay. i'm drinking yes all right that's too old for rum, I feel. <laughs> you know, I don't think you rum say, needs to age that long. You say that, but it is easily the best rum I've ever drank in my entire life. And mm-hmm. they make it from sugar instead of molasses, so it doesn't have that terrible flavor that most the t- rums have. The terrible flavor is from bad rum. It's not from the molasses. Well, at any rate, this is good rum. All right. And how much have you had? It's difficult to say because I'm drinking it out of a coffee mug. <laughs> That's fantastic. But I would, I, would wage, I would wager somewhere in the neighborhood of three to four shots Okay. in less than half an hour. Not bad. Have you eaten? I hadn't, but I have now, yeah. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually feeling much better than I was. Or some cool. might argue less better than I was. And um, I'm not going to talk about what we're playing. So, Emrys, what are you drinking? I'm not drinking anything because I didn't realize that I was supposed to have something to drink. No, but okay. I am eating I am eating homemade chili that I made with roasted jalapenos in it, and it's delicious. Nice. He's the MacGyver of chilies. Like, to tell, tell him how you <laughs> roasted your jalapenos. I roasted them in a toaster oven. Okay. Yeah, that's I, not, I don't know why that's impressive. It's not. It's not. Oh. That's what toaster <laughs> ovens are for. Well, I, I, I thought that it sounded impressive, but I don't know. Maybe that's just because I don't have a toaster oven. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're handy. They're better than regular toasters. Mine's in the garage somewhere. I, I've yet to locate it. Yeah, how's the new house? Uh, it's, it's great. Uh, we're, everything that we own is here, but um, it's mostly in the garage. Um, we look like we should be on an episode of Hoarders. <laughs> Everything that you own is in there, include, except for what it is that you're drinking right now, and that would be? Uh, I'm still working on that bottle of Dewar's 12-year-old blended scotch. Um, <laughs> I've had one glass since the last podcast, which was three weeks ago, so taking it slow. I finished the rest, the rest of my bottle of scotch, which is why I'm drinking something different tonight. Well done. Thank you. Why give yourself a night off? That's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. All right. So we're doing this just to talk about E3. A lot of cool stuff was uh, it transpired, I should say, over the past couple of days. And um, hopefully it won't transpire tomorrow, which is Thursday, the last day of E3, because um, we won't be able to cover it. But, uh, Kevin, uh, what do you know? What do you want to talk about? 
The only thing that I really know about is Mega Man being in the new Smash Brothers. Okay. So that's huge news. That's that is huge news for me. Yeah. That is the top trending article on Yahoo right now. Really? Yeah. Screw all this Prism crap and privacy. Like Mega Man <laughs> being in Smash is a big deal. Well, honestly, yeah, it was kind of a big deal that he wasn't in Brawl. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that this is kind of Ninten- Nintendo or whatever responsible party writing their wrong for not having him in the last game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had Solid Snake, though. It's yeah. just weird. Solid Snake being in a Smash Brothers game before Mega Man is incredibly bizarre, at least in my yeah, mind. I agree. I'm curious how Mega Man is going to overlap with Samus, though, because they have they, similar... They do have um, some... Sim- I mean, they have the gun hand, but... Mega Man has all these different... Did you guys watch any of the... Um, there was a Nintendo Devel- Developer Direct uh, that you could watch on the eShop or, or live on Nintendo's website. Did, did you happen to catch that? I didn't. Well, they basically walked through Mega Man's moveset and, and a bunch of the other characters, too. And uh, basically, his, all his, like, you know, up B, down B, right B, whatever, are all just different um, robot master powers. Well, I saw them. I, I saw the like the initial trailer that they did, like the teaser trailer. I guess you would call it, um, where and like wasn't it something like eight different robot master powers that he used? I don't think so. I think there's. I think there's definitely four. I know that there's. Um, I don't know the names, Kevin. Who's who does fire? Flame Man. <laughs> They're like Flamer. I don't know who's that guy. I think there's a different fire guy in every game. Okay. So well, it's hard for me to say. Well, like, I, I know that I, I'm pretty sure Fireman from the original game was in it. Okay. But who? Well, there's who definitely um, the saws. There's what Metal Man. Yeah. And um, the Leaf Shield, which is Woodman. Uh, Woodman. And Crash Man's Crash Bomber. Okay. So are these all from the same game? Um, the last three we named are all from Mega Man Two. I'm assuming then it's whatever the fire dude is in Mega Man 2. No, it's not. Okay. I know, I know, I know, I know that for a fact. <laughs> okay. No, because they, they had um, they had Slash Man listed, who was from Mega Man 7, which is by far the worst game in that series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I would have to watch it again because I don't really remember off the top of my head who the other guys were. Like, Mega Man 2 is kind of my wheelhouse, and I, I don't yeah. really know the others quite as well. I just got it for a dollar last night on the Wii U Virtual Console. Mega Man 2? Yeah. I thought you already had that. I did, but I couldn't pass it up for a dollar. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, all right, so, okay, so we said Mega Man is one of the new characters, along with the villager from Animal Crossing, who's become a oh. huge internet meme already because he's just nightmarishly terrifying. I haven't seen this. Oh. Yeah, yeah he has... He does a bunch of different attacks. He pulls up weeds, which I'm assuming is a trip move. He, um, I believe he has a shovel. He can put you in pitfalls, put you in holes in the ground. Um, <laughs> he can water the ground. A tree comes up, and he hacks it down with an axe, and it falls on you. Uh, I don't know how that one works in battle. But, and he has a bug net. And he's, his, his happy face, that he just is constantly happy. Yeah. It's truly terrifying. That's the thing. The happy face is pretty alarming. Um, yeah, I addition, see that. The third new character to the series that they just announced yesterday was the trainer from Wii Fit. 
Did you see that one? Uh... <laughs> it's hilarious because it's the video. It's a it's a uh, pre-rendered video, but it starts out shows like um, the screen of We Fit and the, the woman's doing a um, in her yoga pants and her tight shirt. And she's doing a some sort of weird yoga move. I, I forget what it's called. And then it zooms out and it shows Kirby, Mario, and Link trying to do the yoga move. And then she she beats them up with a bunch of yoga poses and hula hoops, and it's hilarious. I'll have it's to wild. check this out because I don't actually – I'm like I'm getting an image in my head, but I'm sure it's so much better when we actually watch the real thing. It's purely comical. She's kind of a joke character, but I'm for some reason really interested to play as her. The All the characters in Smash Brothers are sort of a joke. Well, I mean, some more than others. Like, Game & Watch is kind of a bigger joke. Rob was kind of a joke. I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm pres- presuming too much. Don't you have friends who play Rob, though? Like, seriously, as Rob? My friend Corey will beat you as Rob. He will beat you as Game & Watch. He will beat you as Wario. And it will infuriate you. He, prob- <laughs> he probably already has. I don't remember which of your friends beat me, but I- probably all of them did. Well, you were having a heck of a time with a Chimay hangover or something at the time. So. Oh yeah, that was a that that was the night where I was hungover and you were sick. Yeah, I, th- I threw up for the first time ever from drinking. Wow. <laughs> the returning characters that they've shown in in the trailer are Mario, Bowser, Link, Donkey Kong, Fox, Pikachu, Samus, and Pit. Um, each of them has been tweaked. Bowser's faster, which I'm pretty excited about because I really like Bowser in Brawl, but he was a little too clunky. He was unplayable because he was so slow. Like you couldn't, you couldn't play him competitively. Well, I had I had the occasional a, really good match. He was a tank though. Like you couldn't yeah. couldn't knock him out. Yeah, but he just got pummeled all the time. Yeah, he's a meat shield. <clears throat> but um, they have announced that the 3DS version and the Wii U version will have the exact same roster. Oh, nice! So we can talk about these characters and have it not and have it still pertain to the portable gaming. Will image. there be? Will there be um, cross compatibility? Like that's the rumor, but no one really knows for sure. They haven't announced it. That would be wild. They would be missing a big opportunity if they didn't. Yeah. Um, the the differences between the two that they've shown so far are number one, the graphics on the 3DS version. All the characters have really thick black outlines, like. Um, Sort of like mm-hmm. the characters in Street Fighter Four. Um, they've, they've said it's just so you can really see them better when the screen zooms out on the 3DS. Yeah. And also the the 3DS version and the Wii U version will have different stages. Well, they'll have some of the same stages, but um, 3DS version will have more handheld stages. Like I already saw a, a stage from Nintendogs and a stage from uh, Spirit Tracks: Legend of Zelda. And the Wii U version has more uh, stages based on console games. But the game in general looks faster and a little more fluid animations than before. Uh, the little bit of actual gameplay that I've seen, I'm really excited to play it. It sucks that I'm going to probably have to wait until at least, I'm thinking Christmas 2014, if if it doesn't even just get delayed till even further. You think that's the earliest it's going to come out is Christmas 2014? I think so, because they have they literally just started on the game um, February, January, February 2013. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, Sakurai didn't start it until he finished Kid Icarus. Well, I thought that they they had announced it quite a while ago, hadn't they? 
Yeah, and they Sakurai, the develop the the director of the series, was really mad because he's like, we haven't even started on it yet, and they're announcing it. That's unlike Nintendo to do that. Yeah, but there. I mean, it's it's Hal Laboratory who who did all the other Smash games in conjunction with the Tekken team working on this game. So maybe they have more people. Yeah, maybe they'll have a deeper fighting system. That'd be cool, but we'll see. Yeah, not not too crazy because you don't want to lose what is Smash, but. They've talked right, well, over and over again about what, what they're going to do to make it different, and they're, they haven't been really clear about that yet. Just having some more fighting game credentials under the the hood would be really good. Yeah. Just mechanically. Like, there's a lot of subtleties to fighting games. And you, you said Sakurai's still directing it. Yeah, dis- despite his repetitive stress injury. He basically, like, can't use a computer or something like that now. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, he heard it, he heard himself pretty bad because he was working so hard on I believe Smash. Wow! Um, but he does say in in this Nintendo Developer Direct that I watched today, he narrated it and he did say that every single day on his lunch break he plays the new Smash. So, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But that's about all the info they've released on that one up to this point. Um, I'm looking forward to it, but it's going to be a long wait. There's a lot of good information on the new Pokemon game that came oh, out they, yesterday. They went all out. Uh, yeah. What do you know about it? Well, there's a few things I'm really excited for. There's a new type, a new creature type called mm-hmm. Fairy, which I'm excited for fairies in Pokemon. Yes, I am. Have they elaborated on what that really means? It's supposed to be a counter to dragon type. Okay. Because dragon type was really overpowered, so they're making dragons weak to fairies. Mm-hmm. And it only took them seven generations to figure out that mistake. <laughs> yeah, and um, there's a new type of EV Lucian, which is going to be a fairy type. There's a oh I mean, like the EV. I thought you were talking about like the, the the training discipline or whatever, but like EV as in the little fox thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The EV evolves into like six different types. Or, like, one of each type, I think, except dragon. But, yeah, there's going to be a fairy EV. I saw that they announced more mounts, which I'm excited about. Yeah, mounts. I think that's just going to be the, um, I forget what they're called. No, they the showed, HMs. like, three or four different ones. Oh, I what? I think it's just going to be an alternative to the HM system. Like, they're going to get rid of the cut and surf and all that bullshit and just let you ride an actual Pokemon. <laughs> That is what I've been wanting them to do ever since the first game. Yeah, I th- I've always hated the HMs because, like, you end up with your whole roster has garbage moves. They're, like, okay moves. They're annoying to use. Like, dig, fly. They all take two turns to resolve. It's just annoying. They're not good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that that's finally out of the way. Like, it seems like they're finally figuring this stuff out now that I'm no longer interested in playing the series. I mean, I'm just assuming, I'm just assuming because like basically the mounts sound like they fulfill the same purpose that the HMs do right now. Okay. But I don't know for sure. It'd be weird to have both, I think. But apparently you like rent the mounts. They don't necessarily come out of your inventory. I, I might be wrong, but I heard it's both. It could be either. Yeah. Well, yeah. The thing that I'm really excited for, and this is going to out me as a total dork, 
<laughs> even more so than just for playing Pokemon in the first place. I hope it's not what I, I think you're about to say. Yeah, no, it's the it absolutely is. It's the fact that you can interact with your Pokemon, oh. like Nintendogs. <laughs> I knew it. Pokemon <laughs> Ami is the is the feature or mode you're I talking about. Can, I can't. I mean, I I I bought Nintendogs. It was one of the first games I got for my DS, and I enjoyed oh. it. Like they're cute little critters, and you and like pet them and stuff and i gotta, I gotta say that's that's exciting that's no exciting I, me. I my wife and i got that game because early on in our relationship um i was like well let's get a game we can play together we ended right. up getting nintendogs we were living in a small place couldn't have a real dog so this was our yeah. substitute and i i got i got in deep it's embarrassing kevin and i sort of covered this very briefly on a uh sunday smash sunday smash blog but <laughs> yeah it it was gross. My, my, <laughs> yeah. I, I'll log on occasionally because my wife's little sister really likes to play Nintendogs, and I'll just see them. They're all just, always just filthy and covered in yeah, fleas. Yeah, they're covered in fleas. <laughs> but they're so still they happy. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're really happy to see me because they're hungry. Are, but, they, um, are they still puppies, or are they dogs now? No, they're, they're puppies. They're well, they're I... I, I, um, I got a bunch... Of, I don't know. I'm weird. I, I, like, I like toy breeds. <laughs> so I have, I have a I have a Shih Tzu, I have a um, Jack Russell, and I have a Pug, and they all have Mario Luigi hats. <laughs> <laughs> but none of them have been paid attention to in a good you know four years. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to like be able to pull out a Pikachu and scratch it behind the ears. I think that's. Probably the last thing that Pokemon needs to make me never want to do anything else ever again. Interestingly enough, though, I mean, it, as you're feeding them and petting them and stuff, it, I guess it enhances your bond and makes them actually stronger. I don't know if they level yeah. up or what, but... No, there, there's always been a mechanic for, like, familiarity, like how much you use mm-hmm. your Pokemon determines their loyalty. So there's always been a loyalty mechanic, but it's not doesn't have a, a huge impact on the game. But it's always been there, and it's it's mostly determined by how much you walk around with them in your in your pocket, and how often you let them faint. Right. Yeah. If if you let them lose in battle a lot, then they start to hate you. So like some Pokemon won't evolve unless they have a high influence with you. Hmm. That's the big thing that it, like there's an EV actually that won't the um, Umbreon I think won't evolve unless you have high familiarity with it. Yeah, I had to get really familiar with my Umbreon before it became one. Right. Here's a, here's a noob question about Pokemon. Does the actual very Pokemon that you caught evolve, or does the future generations evolve? So you... you I don't, like I don't find, quite understand evolution, I guess. You find a Pokemon at, like, level one, say, like a, yeah. a sheep-shaped one or a gopher or whatever, and then... You know, if you level up with it like 20 times, that Pokemon that you caught will evolve into a new one when it levels up. And it'll be like, your your Rattata is evolving into a Raticate or whatever. Okay. And then it will turn into a Raticate, which is always good. Like, the higher evolutions always have better stats. Mm-hmm. So, um, they, have, they unless you're, like, really trying to read one with a certain move set like it's always good for them to evolve okay i see 
One of my one of my big problems with Pokemon Ruby was that the Firestarter Torchic would not learn Flamethrower unless you left him as a Torchic, his level one evolution, until he was level fifty, which basically meant he was worthless <laughs> for the entire game. Wow. Yeah, like that that might have been when I started becoming disillusioned with Pokemon. Does it yeah. compensate you though? I mean Flamethrower is an amazing move. Uh-huh. Um, like it's, I don't know, like I'm, I'm sure that this isn't the case anymore, but at the time it was the best fire type move. Okay. It does good damage and it leaves a burn, doesn't it? It can leave a burn and it's incredibly accurate. Like, oh, there are, there are more powerful fire type moves, but they're much less likely to hit. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, they have trainers now where you like pay them in, in gold or items and they will teach your Pokemon certain moves. Hmm. So that's less of a problem now. Um, did you read about the player search system? Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's I, cool. I don't know anything about this. It's basically a new network system for letting you trade and fight with people, which, I mean, the old system was okay, but... Um, we had to know people, to though, with the old system. Right. Uh, yeah, you 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 could search for people in the battle network, you know. Okay. So there was some online component. Yeah, there was. Okay. See, I read that today or yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. They're finally taking all this battling to online, which mm-hmm. would make I think getting certain Pokemon a little easier, maybe." Well, it depends on how it works. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm more interested. Less in battling and more interested in the trade system. Yeah. Because it was clunky as hell. Yeah. I mean, it works. Like, if you want to trade with people, like, for a Pokemon that you haven't already seen, mm-hmm. and only certain things will let you, quote unquote, see a Pokemon. So, like, if you go on the battle subway and you fight, like, a, a Japanese person who has three legendaries, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I want those legendaries, you can't, like, go to the trade network and put in that legendary's name and search for it. So like, you just have to sort of hope that someone will trade one for you, unless you go into a forum and do it that way. Yeah. Okay. So I'm hoping that they, they improve that a little bit. Or at yeah. least let you, like, type in a name for something that you don't actually, you haven't actually seen. Like a whole marketplace thing you could search right. by. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. They haven't really uh, clarified that then. Yeah, I'm assuming did, it'll get an improvement. Like they, a did long say, they did say that um, they're having a difficult time getting the system to work where you're going to be able to import your old Pokemon. Yeah, I heard about that. I don't know why that would be a problem. Uh, something with the, the way the, um, the wireless communication works between a DS and a 3DS. I don't know. That's really weird, though, because I, I've played games over wireless with DS owners using my 3DS. Right. Mm-hmm. But it basically goes into DS mode, so they're going to have to have some kind of, maybe within the game, like it briefly goes into DS mode to import that data. I don't know. They haven't really said how they're going to do it. They just said they've been having a difficult time with it. Yeah, I'm sure they'll get it to work, because otherwise it would be the first game in the entire series that doesn't let you. Import your old Pokemon. People would freak out. I would freak out. Yeah. 
would that keep you from buying it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not, well, the two killer things are that you can download it. You don't have to buy a cartridge. Yeah. Because I'm over cartridges. Uh, I got, yeah. You you heard it about my my episode of Hoarders coming up, so. Well. I got a garage full of crap. I'm all about collecting crap. So it can be downloaded and something else. Oh, the, the pet in your Pokemon thing, then. The inappropriate Pokemon touching is the selling point for me. Yeah. What about the horde encounters? Is that exciting to you? Well, that stuff is always just crazy. Like, any kind of new Pokemon mechanics are always bananas. Yeah. They've been, like, doing different things with having more and more Pokemon in the same fight. Mm-hmm. And I honestly find it annoying. <laughs> well, I would imagine it would get to a point where you're doing, like, a boss parade. And you're, like, can't get past a certain point because you have to fight, you know, five different fire type Pokemon in one sitting. The problem oh, you mean is the Elite Four in every single game? I don't know. <laughs> I have no the, idea what you, what you just said. The problem is that like half the moves I mean like all the moves basically are only really good for one V one Pokemon battling. Mm-hmm. Just because that's always been the game. Okay. And then they threw in a bunch of like area of effect um, powers. Mm-hmm that work or are better for like two V twos or three V threes or three V three rotation battles. And like, so I just feel like, like if you want to be good at two V two or three V three, then you have to like design your team around it. Yeah. You have to train monsters specifically for that purpose. Otherwise it just doesn't work out. Or you're, you're gimped basically. Well, it sounds like it's going to be like one on five or something. I know. So how's that going to work? Am I going to need to have am I going to need to have surf for everything like Well, the uh, problem with that is doesn't surf hit your guy too? It hits your like other guys, not yeah. the one who uses it. Well, right. I don't know, man. So, we'll see what happens there in the sky battles. Do you hear about that? Yeah, that seems cool. I don't know what's different about it from a regular battle, but... I, I, I just imagine it being exactly the same, except you're up in the air flying around. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, said that, they said that visually breathtaking scenes or something like that, so I don't uh, know. I'm sure if I ever turned the 3D mode on on my 3DS, I'd be able to appreciate that. Uh, I never play with it off. Yeah, I don't either. Are you kidding? Does, it's does like, it give you it's a headache? Like, no, it just makes the games look crappy. I'm sure the games look better. Yeah, I think the games look so much worse when they aren't in 3D. The graphics like, seem more crisp. No way. If you okay. like have the thing at the very specific angle, at wow. the exact distance from your face where it doesn't look like crap, mm-hmm. then it looks good. But if it's you're just playing a game, then like anytime I look at the screen, everything is like in split, and it looks like goofy. Well, well you yeah, just you don't know how to use it. your system then. No, I just don't position my arms like a robot whenever I play games. That's the thing. I do have to sometimes, like... If I move like, around when I play, then... Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to look good at every... It's hard on, like, Street Fighter, because you're ma- occasionally mashing buttons, and you'll get off by a millimeter, and all of a sudden there's two of everybody. Yeah. But. And, like, like I'll put up with it for some games, like uh, Fire Emblem... Mm-hmm. When I was playing Fire Emblem, I noticed that with 3D on, I could actually see the terrain. Like, it had hills and dips and everything. And that looked awesome. And that then if I was, turn... That game was beautiful in 3D. That's true, yeah. 
And so if I turned it off, then it was just it wasn't the same. So that game I will play with 3D on because it is incredibly good looking, but I'm probably gonna turn 3D off for like Pokemon or yeah. Smash Brothers definitely. I can see Smash Brothers. I can see Smash yeah. Brothers being agonizing in 3D. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with you guys on that one. Um, I heard in, in the new Pokemon that um, you can select your battle music now before each battle. That seems that seems silly. Unless I can import cool. Nine Inch Nails, I don't really care too much about that. Well, maybe that's what they'll do. I don't know. <laughs> the only other little bit of info I, I squeezed out of the press conferences with there's only there's only one save file, so you can't. Oh yeah, that's you every siblings. You're out of luck. Well, that but, makes uh, sense because they want to limit the number of legendaries that are out there. But it's due out October twelfth. Get yeah. excited! I'm already excited. So that's the same date that is being released in Japan too, isn't it? Yeah, they're doing worldwide. a worldwide release. That's just ridiculous. That's a first, yeah. isn't it? Definitely, so, yeah. It's in, I think, seven languages. Mm-hmm. Wow. The amount of words in the game is outrageous, too. There's like a million English 1. words. 1.4 million English words. Something like 800,000 characters, Japanese characters. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a big deal. Yeah, Pokemon's they, they big. Get, they gave it its own, like, hour-and-a-half, two-hour press conference at E3. Mm-hmm. Just that one game. Yeah. Well, it see, it seems to. I mean, that seems fair considering that each game is like over a hundred hours. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. A uh, game they did not spend a lot of time on is the new Legend of Zelda, though they did give it an official name. I don't know if you heard. The link between two worlds. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it is. It's confirmed to be the exact same overworld as a Link to the Past. Wow. It is. Uh, there will be differences there will be tweaks there will probably be even be um, it will probably even be expanded upon okay I'm I'm intoxicated (laughs) 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 I can't get that sentence to come out of my mouth Um, they also said that there will be a dark world they haven't said the dark world so we'll see what they do with that huh so wait like a separate world beyond like turning yourself into artwork yeah that's not a world that's just a that's just a magic power That's like, this yeah. makes me feel so much better because i thought that was going to be their version of the dark world and i was kind of like i was kind of disappointed no 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 the the <laughs> whole like turning yourself into artwork you look like a hieroglyphic or whatever is all about just solving puzzles so you're in you know a dungeon and you have to get around this wall but there's no ledge and so you just stick to the wall as you're drawing and you're still in the same world okay but yeah there is a dark world but they haven't shown anything from that yet you know, that initial teaser, tra- teaser trailer they showed for that game uh, prevented my niece from crying in the car for, like, half an hour. <laughs> but only half an hour. After that, did she go back to her? Well, no, we were done driving at that point. Okay. Did you have it in 3D <laughs> so you'd ruin her vision for life? Well, there's no other way to do it. I mean, it's a 3DS <laughs> game. She wouldn't be able to fully appreciate it if it wasn't in 3D, right? Yeah. <laughs> the only other info they've given on Zelda is that... Um, your inventory will be mapped to the touchscreen. So this won't be like um, Fan Hourglass and Spirit Tracks where you control Link with the stylus, which I kind of liked. Oh, yeah. Uh, I liked that, but I'm ready for... Like, I, I want the Link to the Past sequel to be like a traditionally controlled Zelda yeah. game. Yeah, yeah exactly. well, you got it. Except your inventory is now on the bottom screen and potentially live then, I guess it could be, so you don't have to pause. 
I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, that's good. And then yeah, they've no. also said that it, it does run at 60 frames a second, uh, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, nice and fluid. The 3D trailer looked amazing. Like, getting back to the 3D conversation, mm-hmm. having the 3D on for that was incredible because you, like, bounce up towards the screen and, like, yeah. like, pieces would fly into the air. It looked really awesome. Yeah, and they're really going with that art style. They're, they're not trying to update it too much. It looks very much mm-hmm. like a 3D version of A Link to the Past, and I can yeah. really appreciate that. I don't know how many of my friends, you know, being older don't like the new Zeldas because just they don't, they're not like the old Zeldas. So yeah. I can see them appreciating something like this. Yeah. I don't, I, know I, why, was... I don't know why people complain about Zelda. Like they say like Nintendo only makes the same Zelda game over and over again. Like it's such a good gameplay and it's such a yeah. good formula. Like I don't really care how many times they make it. Like, yeah, I don't really care how many times I have to do three dungeons, get the sword, and then do, like, five more dungeons and fight Ganon. I'll do it again. I don't care. And anytime they change things, I just, like, I didn't really enjoy it. Like, for Skyward Sword, when they, like, gave you your stamina meter and, yeah. like, they made it so that your shield could break and stuff, I didn't think that added anything to the game. It well, just kind of bothered me. Interestingly enough, Skyward Sword is the most different console zelda game and everyone was like mad that they changed stuff right if i was nintendo i i'd be pulling my hair out what do people want well they weren't just regular ass zelda nerds are generally hard to please with much of anything they're getting a regular ass zelda in november when this one comes out of course you realize that it's going to get like a seven review on ign or something like that IGN, GameStop, Game Informer, they'll give it like a two or a six or something, but they'll <laughs> <laughs> call it derivative and for children. And uh, Adam Sessler will make a two-hour video about, you know, what's wrong with it. And I'll be at home happily playing it and enjoying my life and being a happy person. And not watching <laughs> his video review. Right, and his terrible sideburns and no hair. <laughs> So now we have two enemies. <laughs> now that we've alienated fat people, bald people, and Mormons. <laughs> Who can we take down next? I'm um, thinking people with hemophilia. Can we do this? Yeah. If you want. I mean... Um, Kevin, did you see, or Emrys, the new Yoshi's Island? No. No, I did not see anything Uh-oh. about that. Okay, well, they didn't... Again, they didn't show a lot. This was this E3 was really all about Wii U, which I would love to talk about, but I don't want to get too unfocused here. Um, it's called Yoshi's New Island. Uh, mm-hmm. It's being developed by Arzest, who did the Yoshi's Island game for DS, which I don't hear great things about, but I never played it. I don't know. I never uh, played it, and I probably never will because I can't find it for less than forty dollars. Oh. Gotta do it. Apparently, it's wow. hard to find. S- super rare. I guess because like used copies of it are going for like forty dollars at, at game stores. Anyway, I mean, I could probably go on eBay and find it for cheaper, but I just don't care enough. Yeah, that's weird. Well, they gave you, you know, Yoshi still has all his regular moves. You know, the way he jumps and the egg firing and all that. Uh, the only new thing I saw was the the giant egg. You'll eat like they showed him eat like a shy guy that was five times the size of him. And then shoot a giant egg that just wrecks the environment and everything around it. It's sort of like the the giant mushroom in New Super Mario Brothers, the original one for DS. Um, hmm? Yeah, I just 
didn't care about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not super excited about this game unless it, you know, they had to show something they haven't shown yet. I don't know. They did say that the graphics will change for every every area, I guess. So, yeah, you might have, like, a um, an oil paint area, a watercolor paint area, crayon area, um, I don't know, chalk area. And it's, I read uh, somebody's impressions that had played the game that said there was a paper mache area. That's pretty cool. It's it's interesting, and like I like when games do interesting things with their art style. But yeah. unless it somehow affects the gameplay, I'm gonna have a hard time, you know, being excited about it long term. Right. Were you a big fan of any of the Yoshi Island games? I the one for the Super Nintendo, yeah. Sure. Yeah. The title makes me think it should be about Yoshi's new wife. Why? I don't know. This is what I think of when I hear Yoshi's new island. Like he's having a midlife crisis. He's got a new <laughs> island, you know, a new sports car. So on Dinosaur wife. Island, on Dinosaur Island from Super Mario World, his wife's at home taking care of all the the hatchlings. But he, right. he, on, on the new island is his mistress. Yeah, Yo, she's out got looking a, for some new poontang. She's got like a, a an entire house full of those eggs, just countless, countless numbers of those eggs. Just little bouncing eggs. She can't yeah. sleep at night. Just hear the click, 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 click with the bouncing eggs. Well, no, she can't sleep at night because whenever she does, Yoshi throws them at enemies. Uh, that's true. Yeah. He's a bastard. Yeah. Can, can you imagine if, like, any time your dad got angry at somebody, he, like, threw you at them? <laughs> I can't imagine that, Kevin. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was really disappointed from E3. They didn't even mention uh, Miiverse for 3DS once. Pretty. Uh, you guys don't really haven't really experienced much of that yet. But on the Wii U, I use it all the time. That's actually sp- that's actually supposed to be coming out for 3DS. Yeah, oh. it's going to be a whole thing. It's it's on Wii U right now, and they update it all the time. There's always like new little features being added. What is it? Miiverse is essentially Nintendo's own little closed-off social network. So uh, you're playing a game, and something cool happens. Maybe you rip off a guy's head. You can hit the home button, post a screenshot of what's going on on your screen to Miiverse, and then put a little caption. Or um, with Super Metroid. I've been playing Super Metroid and heavily using Miiverse because a lot of people are playing it for the first time and they're posting oh, all these things on Miiverse. Yeah. Like, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Or, you know, like the all famous... they have to do is turn into a ball and, like... Right, well, like, that's the famous... down, turn into a ball. There's a huge internet that turned out right uh, over the past few weeks that, uh, why can't Metroid crawl? And, you know... <laughs> I've, Metroid I've, crawl. Everything's wrong with that sentence, but I've <laughs> I've, I've taken to Miiverse on, and on my, my playthrough of Super Metroid, which has been going fairly smoothly. Every time I find a little secret, a little missile pack that's hidden in a wall, a energy tank that's hard to get to, I'll post a screenshot of that and then like briefly tell about how to get to it on Miiverse, and then you know people can find it. Uh, Miiverse is used a lot for drawings. There's some amazing drawings on Miiverse. I even heard there was a um, an art gallery that was putting up a Miiverse gallery in Los Angeles or something like that. So it's a really cool feature. I really like using it on the Wii U. Um, they have it on smartphones now, and they've integrated all the big social networks with it on the smartphone uh, mm. version. So you can post all your stuff to Facebook, Twitter, whatever now. And um, supposedly they're supposed to update the 3DS so that it has you know full integration across three platforms, but they haven't even... I haven't heard him talk about it in a long time. 
I really like the um, the spot pass and street pass stuff that happens with the 3DS. Yeah. That's got to be four. my favorite feature. It's really cool. I've gotten four Nintendo developers in the past couple of days because of E3. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, same here. And I take their delicious pink puzzle pieces. Always. Yeah. And then use them, because they're usually high level, so I'll use them to fight guys to get hats, too, in the Find Me game. I have finished Find Me 2 probably five or six times now. And how is it that I still don't have every hat? There's a, I mean, you went through every branching path? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. There are hat guides online if you really want to look into that. I, I, I don't actually care that much. I only play it whenever <laughs> somebody shows up in my plaza and I, you know, I take their puzzle pieces. Although at this point, most people don't even have puzzle pieces for me. Right. Yeah. Well, me you too. give I... them puzzle pieces. What's that? I said you give them puzzle pieces. That's yeah. probably what goes on the Paris. When I went when I went to the <laughs> Zelda Symphony, I got eighty three spot wow. passes, and so I I finished like seven puzzles in one night. Nice. But um, I haven't been able to finish them in a while. So, you know, it's it's hard to find people. You know, even when I carry my thing around with me, my three DS around with me, I never find anybody. Mm-hmm. And they said they're looking into that. At E3, they did put out a little blur- blurb where they're trying to figure out a way to make it easier for people in Europe and America where the population's a little more spread out. But right. I think the only thing they mentioned is adding incentives to the players to start carrying their 3DSs more. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, it'll slightly increase the odds of, of you coming across someone with a 3DS, but I don't know. Yeah, most of the 3DS owners that I know do not carry their systems with them, or if they do, they have them powered off. And like, I, I always yeah. like if I know them, I always try to, you know, impress upon them. Like, no, you need to carry this. So you can get puzzle pieces. Except they're all like, why do puzzle pieces matter? And I'm like, because you uh, can collect them and you can have them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's I'm not really doing a great job of selling it. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I mean, that worked. That sales pitch totally just worked on me, but I don't know. I know, which is so, why I'm which is why I'm surprised that you don't care anything about Pokemon because that entirely like, with your whole hoarders concept and right. you're carrying your 3DS over so you don't miss puzzle pieces. You would think that Pokemon would be right up your alley. Yeah, there's a rumor going around that I'm thinking about getting X or Y. Oh, yeah. good. Emerson will have somebody to play with then because I'm not getting it. Oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll look at I'll look at some of the articles and stuff that are in like you know previews and stuff on it. And if if it if it looks You're like they've changed cave. enough stuff, I'll pick it up. You're you, gonna cave. What's it gonna take? What would it take for you? Um, what would they have to change? They if they could just make the entire game nothing but catching monsters and battling, I would probably get. I'd probably do it. Only catching monsters and battling. No, but like what what I'm talking about is all the stupid, frivolous crap that they make you do, like the movie shoots and the fashion shows. And like I realize you only have to do each of those things one time, but I can barely make it through that. Like my, I I have literally nodded (laughs) off during those parts of the game and like awakened (laughs) with my with my DS like battery dead on my chest, and it's like four in the morning and. <laughs> That's how much I hate these new features you, in these games. You literally just have to press the button like ten times to get through it. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, I press it nine times and then I pass out. 
I didn't even do the fashion show. Like, I literally skipped that whole thing. The only thing I had to do was one movie scene. And then I don't know. All minutes. these things you're talking about right now, I'm interested in this part of the game. We'll see. Well, well it, then it I'm not explaining fun. it correctly. <laughs> it's just a totally different way of training your Pokemon. And, like, you get... I don't even know what kind of rewards you get. I think you just get, like, achievements and probably money. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just something you can do besides battling. Really, that's all it is. Like, if you don't want to battle, you can do that instead. That's all mm-hmm. I ever want to do. What? You know what I no, You know what it would take to get me to buy this game? Not having to wander around in caves aimlessly. <laughs> the caves are the worst. Because the, the random encounters keep coming. Yeah. That's they, what I hate. And especially with the newer games, like at least in the old ones, you could just put a Pikachu at the front of your party because every Pokemon was going to be a Zubat, and you knew that. <laughs> right. Like you, you just you knew there was going to be a Zubat. So you're like, all right, I'll just electrocute him because it's super effective, and and a story. But now it's like, oh, you have to keep switching out Pokemon. But every like, I don't know, Emrys. Maybe I'm wrong, but I I, th- I think I'm right on this. Like, does every Pokemon in a cave have the capacity to confuse you and use it yes. as their first move? Yes. So you just sit there endlessly the hurting time. yourself in your own confusion. Confusion isn't that bad, really. Like it, it's a oh, pain gosh. when it happens, but it doesn't happen that often. I I get so angry. Yeah. Well, it's the worst when it does. And when it happens at exactly the wrong moment, it's like, yeah, confuse is annoying. So if there was a way to maybe skip the caves and maybe skip the the towns, mm-hmm. <laughs> like really what I want is a game that's Pokemon Coliseum for the GameCube where all you did was wander around and fight and catch Pokemon. Well. Maybe they'll do that on Wii U. Who knows? But the the fun part of the Pokemon like role playing experience is fighting the villains. Well, that's fighting though. Yeah, but like they have stories and they interrupt you. Like the thing that makes them villains and not just like other like random trainers is that they interrupt you with storytelling, which is usually ridiculous. Oh, they they never they never actually have any realistic kind of goal. The 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 one in white too is just like I'm going to freeze the planet. <laughs> I have a I have a freezy Pokemon and a giant ship, so I'm going to freeze everything. Why did he want to freeze everything? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's he's, hot. He was butt hurt. That's why. Yeah, whenever I'm butt hurt about something, <laughs> I want to freeze the entire planet too. So I guess I can't blame him. <laughs> Can totally relate. <laughs> Um, all right, well, there were a bunch of other third-party games for 3DS announced. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be excited about any of these. It seems like Nintendo more and more is just becoming, you know, their consoles are, you, you buy them for the first-party games. Who, who I mean, kidding? they make really good games. Right. So. But, uh, this year you'll be able to get, uh, Batman Arkham Origin, Arkham Origins Blackgate. Which actually looks pretty good for a side-scrolling Batman punching game. Um, Scribblenauts Unmasked, which I don't know if you've heard much about this. It's a DC Comics-based version of Scribblenauts. Mm -hmm. They are importing the entire DC Comics, like, lexicon into this game. 
they took this thing to like Comic Con or something, and we're trying to get people to stump the system, and it you cannot stump the system. You cannot put in a single obscure character that it cannot recognize, <laughs> including every single version of every single character. Like from the DC multiverse and everything? Yes. Holy crap. It is completely comprehensive, and you can supposedly you cannot stump it by coming up with an obscure DC Comics reference. That sounds cool now, actually. Yeah. yeah. I want to I wanna put in some freaking Vertigo stuff. Well, Ooh. no, I think that's yeah, probably... I think that's probably considered DC Universe, though, isn't it? Not, it, which Vertigo isn't the DC Universe. That's usually like more creator-owned adult comics. Yeah, I don't know how that would work. Still, uh, man. They're coming out with the new Skylanders. Skylanders is apparently amazing for kids. If I was, you know, I don't know, 20 years younger, mm-hmm. that game would be the shit. So if you were probably. about 20... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. Have you have you heard about uh any of the new Sonic games? Probably don't care. I knew that the, I knew games. that well aren't they comparing it to like Super Mario Galaxy or something? Uh the first screenshots I saw, yeah, but it's it's more uh, it's just modern Sonic. I, I saw after finally seeing the gameplay for Sonic Lost World, I was just like, eh. I can't get excited about it. I don't know. Are Sonic games platformers? Like, what what are they? By and large, yeah. This new one's really trying to meld the old with the new. And it does have a little bit of the Mario Galaxy where, like, you can go completely, like, upside down on the surface because the center of gravity is pulling everything inward. So you can just go all around and go super fast. But he has this stupid homing attack. And basically, you just fly everywhere using the homing attack, killing enemies. And it just makes the game look not fun to me. I don't know. It's weird. Um, there are a couple of Lego games coming out, Lego Marvel superheroes, which could be fun. I, I greatly enjoy the Lego games, even though I'm yeah. embarrassed to play them in front of anybody. Now the Lego games are really well made from what I understand. Yeah. There's yeah. no, there's no reason to feel embarrassed about that. They're legitimately good games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're also doing Lego friends though, which you should be embarrassed to play because it's pretty much a casual girls game, like literally like little girls game, like those horses and stuff. So that's, <laughs> that Lego game, I would probably be embarrassed to play in front of people. But then again, it could be really fun. I don't know. I would have been pretty embarrassed to play Undercover City too, though. That game is supposedly amazing. Yeah, but uh, it's just isn't that like a sandbox game or whatever? It, they really were inspired by like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I just I don't know that whole premise has never sounded good to me. I don't know. If I really like sandbox Um, so that's all the 3DS news I have. There was a little bit of Vita news. That, I mean, Sony's really just talked about PS4 most of the time, yeah. and they had some really. I mean, the system looks great. I don't. I don't think it's for me, but I mean, they, they came in at the right price point. They have all their uh, all the stuff people hated about Xbox is is not there on the PS4. But mm-hmm. um, supposedly, there's going to be 85 new Vita games out by the end of the year. So we'll you know what's weird is that I can't think of a single Vita game. Um, there's a few like PS3 ports, like specifically, gosh, all I can think of are fighting games like Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and Mortal Kombat. Wasn't there a God of War game unique to the Vita? There's a God yeah. of War. 
too many God of War games. I can't keep track. And, and actually, they're making God of War 1 and 2 in HD for the Vita this year. That's, so now there will be several God of War games. For I feel the, like the, uh, the Vita is for people who like PlayStation games, like console games, but just don't yeah. want to don't want to play them at home well, for yeah, whatever it's, reason. It's a decent concept, but like we talked about in our was it our last episode, like sometimes playing those like big consoles uh, type games on a handheld is yeah. better on a console. I don't know. Um, they are doing the new game from Vanillaware. Kevin, you're familiar with Vanillaware, right? They're the Odin Sphere and Murasami people, right? Yeah. Their new game, Dragon's Crown, is coming out this year on the Vita. Um, and a few PS3 ports. I don't know. It's really weird. I don't know why they bother, oh. but when the PS4 is coming out, and there's supposedly this thing's going to be the second screen to the PS4. Like in games, mm-hmm. certain games with your smartphone or with your Vita, you'll be able to like, say you're playing like, I don't know, Battlefield. I'm just making stuff up right now, but you're playing like Battlefield <laughs> or something or Call of Duty, and you can actually con- control a, a, a drone with your with your smartphone or Vita. Meanwhile, on the, on the main <laughs> screen, you're shooting people with, with your whatever. And, and getting your head you sniped because you're trying to do well, two right. things at once. But I mean, they're, they're really, uh, much like last generation, taking Nintendo's ideas and going, oh, these are ours now. Right. Not, e- not even last generation. They were doing this on the GameCube with the Game Boy Advance. Were they? Right. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. They well with two games they did it with Crystal Chronicles and Zelda Four Sword mm-hmm. Adventures. Right. Which I the see. latter of which was incredible. Right. Well, I'm talking asymmetric gameplay, which is what the Wii U's big thing. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, you're controlling a drone here, but you're controlling a human character sniping somebody on the main screen. Like it's. You're not, it's, yeah. I don't know what's going on with Nintendo. They're like, they're so divergent from Xbox and Sony. Yeah, which I love and hate at the same time. They're, well, they're clearly not even trying to make the same type of games. Like they're, they're just going after a totally different market. Well, I think what they, I think what they're seeing is that Sony and Microsoft are competing with each other, and neither one of them really seems to be winning. Mm. And Nintendo's not interested in competing with them. They'd rather do their own thing, and kudos to them for that, I think. And they killed last generation up until the end. Like, they had uh, uh, probably the last two or three years, you know, Wii sales really dropped. But before that, I mean, they were just dominating despite having the least powerful console and the most, you know, unique casual family right. friendly games. Yeah, well, hold on. I mean, if you, if you look at install base as far as the actual gamer market, yeah. They didn't I don't think they won the last okay. console generation war yeah. like as far as far well, as install base goes. Because, like they had they had a lot of casuals with things like Wii Sports and Wii Fit. Yeah. But as far like I don't know very many hardcore gamers who thought that the Wii was an amazing system. Yeah, I'm one of the few. I have 50 games for my Wii, 50 disc based games. And everyone that comes over goes, I have no idea what any of these games are. I didn't even know they existed. Hmm. I think where where Nintendo is really bringing home the bacon is the 3DS. Oh my gosh. Nintendo, In Japan, especially. Nintendo and their portables have always been like top of the line. I was just yeah. reading Nintendo's uh, like fiscal reports or whatever today. In Japan, the 3DS has 53% of the market share of video game consoles. 
It's huge. <laughs> of all video game consoles? That are currently out. Yeah. Wow. wow. Um, in America, it's 23%, which is still respectable. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's crazy good. And that's amazing considering how many people play games on cell phones, too. Yeah, and that's where a lot of the Wii people went is to smartphones because you can get right. similar quality games to all that stuff that you were playing on your Wii for free or, you know, under $5 at least. Right, the casual gamers. So I think Nintendo's having a hard time finding their identity right now. And then they're releasing stupid stuff that I'm kind of pissed off about, like another Donkey Kong. I'm sure it's going to be amazing, but this isn't what they needed to release at this time. So another Donkey Kong in addition, like, is it a sequel to Donkey Kong Returns? Donkey Kong, yeah, it's it's like Donkey Kong Country Returns 2, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, I don't understand what's with Nintendo all of a sudden. Like, they used to go a good several years between sequels to their series. Yeah. Like, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have seen nearly this many new Super Mario Brothers games. Yeah. Back and they during just, the NES or Super NES generations. Just a few days ago, they were bashing people like Ubisoft and, and um, who is it, Treyarch or whatever it makes Call of Duty, like saying, oh, we don't put out yearly games for our franchises because we concentrate on quality. And I'm like, oh, you know, maybe with Zelda, yeah, but you're milking Mario to death. Like almost right. every... Almost every game that they announced, at least for Wii U, at E3 was like Mario or Mario based. If you if you had told me when I was like when I was in like middle school that there would be a Nintendo system out with a brand new Mario game on it, mm-hmm. and I had the money to purchase this and I didn't have it, I would not have believed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that game's really good, but it's I don't know. It just—it was—it was too soon. Yeah, you had just what four six six months tops before that played New Super Mario Brothers two for 3ds. Yeah, and Mario 3D Land. <laughs> yeah. So it was really strange timing. I mean, I gotta admit, the new 3D Mario looks kind of cool. I like the concept. The level design looks a little bland. We'll see what they do with that, but um. I'm still begging God every night to make that a, a spiritual sequel to Super Mario Brothers 2. Yeah, well, there are signs pointing that way, but it's it's nothing's been confirmed yet. If Wart's the main enemy, are you going to buy a Wii U? Yes. Well, that was already decided when I saw Mega Man was going to be in Smash Brothers. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, would you buy a Wii U for Mario 3D World or whatever? If well, it, you said that it's supposed to be heavily influenced by 3D Land for the 3DS, right? It's very much a, um, if not a spiritual successor, it's a sequel to it. Well, I mean, I that's the first 3D Mario game I've really loved. Really? Yeah. I have yet to play it. Oh my gosh, it was... It was the perfect blend, and like I, I realize that every review says this, so I, I I mean this sounds really cliche, and I probably don't even need to say it, but it's like the perfect blend of a two D Mario game in a three D environment, and I can't explain it better than that. Like you actually mm. have to play it to be able to understand what's going on with that. Like it just I don't know. It's it's so much more precise okay. than any of the three D Mario's that have been on consoles. Uh-huh. And it's just like the level designs are short. There's not as much wandering around. It's a, it's very much like a point A to point B kind of thing, like the yeah. classic Mario games were. 
uh-huh. but on in like a 3D environment like the console games have been. Cool. Yeah, I I just have no budget for games, and that's one of those ones that's just kind of fallen through the cracks at this point. I'm sure it'll be a player's choice game eventually. Yeah. And at that point, you owe it to yourself to pick it up because, like, if you only have to pay twenty dollars <laughs> for that game, I'm basically stealing it. Yeah, I. What I what I used to do back when I worked at the ad agency where my soul was being stolen every day, um, <laughs> I would hide in the bathroom for fifteen to twenty minutes every day. Like I would just go into the stall and I was afraid to touch the toilet seat, so I would just stand there for twenty minutes and I would play Super Mario 3D Land and just try to beat my best times in the levels. And you know how much I actually get engaged with that kind of gameplay, where it's just like trying to best your you know times and personal scores and everything. I sure. loved it. <laughs> That's kind of a depressing story, Kevin. Well, I mean, it was a depressing time in my life, so it's... <laughs> like, Super Mario 3D Land was the one bright and shining point of my life. I'm glad it was there for you. Oh, yeah, N- Nintendo has been there for me more often than, I don't know, most things, I guess. Wow, I wow. really just killed that buzz. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I sober all of a sudden? Um, <laughs> no, um, I was thinking the same thing today. I was um, putting up my video game rack and having to decide which video games are going to stay in it and which games are going to have to go into storage because I don't have the room for them. And it was depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I have to put away Fantasy Star Online for GameCube. No! What? Yeah. Yeah, I only had so much space. I remember playing that with you in New Columbia. Oh my gosh, my grandparents' basement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Like in the last in the last uh, podcast we did, I was talking about how I would play pinball in the bathroom for like fifteen minutes, and we were joking about how I shouldn't let people at work know about that. Yeah. Well, I got fired like three weeks later. <laughs> Shut up. I did, yeah. I've been out of a job for three weeks now. It, please tell me it's not because of the podcast. I mean, it's not because of the podcast. No, no. It's okay. because I was a terrible employee at a terrible <laughs> workplace. Well, so, they deserved it then. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It was just funny. It was just funny. Like, I was listening to it when it came out on the 1st, mm-hmm. June 1st, and I was like, ah, <laughs> Yes, apparently, apparently, I did not take that job very seriously. <laughs> so yeah, Nintendo's been comforting me quite a lot recently too. Well, you, I have uh, recently added you to my 3DS friends list, and yeah. you are uh, you are a maniac playing that Animal Crossing. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, he said Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Let's keep that to next, next episode, episode, boys. Yeah, yeah, Kevin's got his review prepped. We're all very excited to hear it. No, we were, uh, we were, Kevin and I were talking about potentially doing a roundtable discussion, bringing in a couple other people on it. Oh, that would be cool. Logistics of might be difficult, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah we'll figure it out. Problematic. But if it comes down to the roundtable just being you too, I'm fine with that as well. Oh yeah, no, I, I think that it would be fine no matter what we end up doing. Like, but with a game as as huge as Animal Crossing is, like if we can get a couple extra people Everybody's talking about their experiences on it, I think that would be pretty incredible to be able to do that. Yeah, everyone's gonna have different experiences and different collections and all kinds of stuff. But we'll, we'll save. 
I have fond memories of Animal Crossing for the DS. Yeah, that's. I've played every version. Well, there's only I've played the the previous three versions. This is the first one I haven't bought, and now it's so, the one that everyone I know is buying and playing. I'm like, where were you back in the day when I had to take the memory card out of my GameCube, take it over to your house, and plug it in to visit? You need to change the subject rapidly to avocados. No, we can change the subject to um, WWDC, which was being held at the same time as E3. And that's Apple's thing. Oh. Um, I don't know if you knew any of that. I'm only going to talk about the stuff that pertains to gaming. But uh, they're finally making controllers. Apple is officially making, like, Apple brand controllers for um, iPads and or iPhones. Um, I've seen two different mock-ups one of them looks like a Wii U controller. Basically, you slip your device into it, and there are buttons and analog sticks on each side of the screen. And there's also an, a controller that I'm, I'm assuming will hook into the Thunderbolt or whatever it's called on the bottom, but um, it looks more mm-hmm. like a Super Nintendo controller. So all these complaints that I have about not being able to turn around in certain games on iPhone might be alleviated if I decide to purchase one of these things. So Apple's actually getting into the uh, getting serious about getting into the video game market, then, huh? Or supporting been, it anyway. Yeah, they've been pretty they've, serious. They've always been in the video game business because they're, they make money from their apps. Right. But they're finally actually supporting it. Is the point? Yeah. Well, they're updating Game Center for the next version of iOS. Um, the interface and the features. They have this new Every Play feature. Um, it's already integrated into, into something like 70 or more iOS games, but it's very similar to the stuff they're doing on PS4 and um, Xbox One, and I'm assuming this is going to be huge. They're actually That's incorporating this into Mario Kart 8 as well, which is where you you basically take clips of your gameplay and you can share it through social media. Well, so you'll be able to do that straight from your iPhone with the next iOS update. Do you think that's going to poach people from Nintendo since we were talking earlier about casual gamers going to the mobile market? You mean that's, that feature specifically? I mean, like, specifically Apple putting more emphasis on gaming on their oh, you know, iPads uh, and stuff. It's really hard to say. Do you think they're going to be, say. like, a big competitor? Because, like, really, mobile phones haven't been competing that hard with, like, the 3DS. I mean, well, yeah. I... It's really hard to say. I think Nintendo's really going to have to deliver on content because you can only get so much content in an iOS game. But then again, that's that's that bar is raising every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their eShop is going to have to like really get an overhaul if they want to hope to compete with like the iTunes Store. Well, they're yeah. going to need to get additional game studios if they're going to hope to compete with the sheer amount of content. In that well, they case, they are. They're they're poaching people and they're they're constantly sucking people there right now they have platinum games working for them monolith soft is making the next uh uh sequel to xenoblade it looks like they have namco is working on uh smash brothers so they're and on top of that their indie their indie developer support is huge right now like Mm. they're basically giving development kits to developers and say make a game put it on our console fees are minimal you know updates or whatever like they have the Right now, the best like indie game friendly uh, uh, whole 
system in place. And so really? my, yeah, Nintendo went bananas this past year and just like sucking up indie, indie game developers because from their perspective, indie game developers are the future of, you know, uh, oh, yeah. game development. Well, they're you know, 100% these, these, right. Yeah, these, it's absolutely These people true. that are two, two guys in their garage making, mm-hmm. making a game, you know, in 10 years could be doing the next, you know, Grand Theft Auto, whatever you want to say. So or Nintendo's even, really trying to pull them in. Even better, they're still making good independent games. Right. Like, like, you know, I, I still will drop six bucks on Steam mm. just if a game looks interesting. Like an indie indie game for six bucks, it's unbeatable, yeah. and you could be, you could you have no idea how many hours you're going to get out of that. Mm-hmm. So like like get your two people in their garage, give them a good shop, like give them a marketplace to sell their product. Yeah, and they will turn out like incredible stuff. Yeah, who needs like the the triple A development titles? You know the Skyrims and the Grand Theft Auto Four. It's it's too much. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what you said really encompasses how I felt the entire time watching all the stuff for the PS4 and Xbox One. Right. Like, I'm, this is, I am tired of this. Yeah. Well, and these indie developers are where you can get the fresh new ideas from. And that's especially what mm-hmm. the portable game market needs. And a system like the 3DS, particularly, <laughs> that has all of these unique features are yeah. going to be, you know, like, this is the kind of thing that really needs, like, I guess what you call like an indie darling to work on. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're going to see most of the indie development, uh, most of those games end up on Wii U. You're not going to see right. quite as many because it's, that's the system they have in place is for the Wii U's eShop. But I'm just, right. I'm assuming there will be some trickle down to, to 3DS as well. Hopefully. Yeah. They did announce Plants vs. Zombies 2, Kevin. You Seriously, know, I yeah. really liked the first game. Don't know that I'll need to get a second one because I played the crap out of it. Yeah, that only makes me want to play the second one even more. Because, really? like, like, can you imagine them like having a difficulty curve? If they add a difficulty curve oh. to it, then sign me the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> but just like, yeah, I, my, I mean, my only complaint with the first one is that it was just it was too easy. It was way too easy. Like, once you oh, learn really? how to play it, it's a breeze. But it's so fun. It I was, yet, but I, I, I played through it, played it four times. I've played through it, like, four times on at least, like, three different platforms. Wow. Have you played the 3DS I, version or the DSi version, I mean? I played it on Android, and I played it on the iPad and okay. Steam. Gotcha. I played it on, uh, on my MacBook and on the 360. It's everywhere. I don't. I don't. I didn't read a whole lot about the new one, so I don't know what new stuff they're adding. I. I don't even care. Actually, we'll have to look into that. <laughs> uh, they did announce that there will be DLC. Did you, either of you play the Walking Dead game that came out last year? No. The, the episodic. Yeah, game. I played it. Did you enjoy it? Oh, I loved it. It was amazing. Yeah. So good. Well, they're they're doing a DLC. Um, I guess it's one episode. I wasn't clear on that, but it details the story of five other survivors, which I'm hoping one of them is Clementine, because I want to see where she's going. And Clementine. <laughs> you and your voice of a 25-year-old woman, but I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that game, like it put you in just a totally different mindset than I've ever experienced in a video game. Mm-hmm. 
Or even, like, literature. Really? Yeah, because, like, you actually... You actually have his point of view. Mm-hmm. Like, and you see events play out in front of you. Not just, like, reading them in prose. Yeah. And you, like, have to make these choices in the moment. <laughs> With that, that, that bar shrinking yeah. every the, second. The thing was, like, I read an interesting article about the game, and if you, if you, like, really, like, think about it, the choices that you make in that game, they don't really matter. Hmm. They, really, they really don't. The story, I mean, it ends up in the same place. Yeah, so I mean, maybe that. one person dies or someone else dies, but, like, hmm. you're still going to have four people going forward. Like, that's the only difference. It's just oh. one person is different. But... Because of that bar, because it asks you to make those choices, uh-huh. like as soon as you do it, you start justifying it in your mind. And that's the experience that changes based on the choices you make. So like yeah. you develop this idea of what kind of a character you're playing and like you think, oh, I've made these choices before. So this is what I'm going to do next to, to like continue this thing that I've been trying to do. Yeah. And it, it's, a, it's a story that literally only happens in your head. And for wow. me, that was very real. Like, I actually, like, I tried to raise Clementine right. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> which is totally crazy because she's not real, uh-huh. you know, and, like, but it was it was incredible. Yeah, um, I mean, I've always said that I, I feel like what you do in video games is such a reflection of who you are. Like, this, right. I, this, this, this sort of thought started with Grand Theft Auto. When I'd see my friends just grab a bazooka and shoot hookers in Grand Theft Auto, I'm like, what does this say about you? Right. But then, like, <laughs> this game, really, man, this really, I mean, unless you're intentionally, like, like doing a Mass Effect thing or you're going strict Paragon or, you know. There was nothing like that, though. Like, I guess not all the time, just, yeah. Just choosing one dialogue option or another could, like, change your whole perception of yeah. what happens. And there was nothing that said like, "Oh, this is the right thing to do, and this is the, or this is the good thing, and this is the evil thing." Uh-huh. There was no paragon or, or villain or whatever it was. It was just like you have two awful decisions. <laughs> yeah, shoot this person in the face or let this other person be eating. And I'm like, "What? No!" Yeah, exactly. So, well, there, one more episode coming called 400 Days." And then wild. Uh, a season two coming after that. So, oh, that's good. They're not they're not stopping anytime soon. They're also uh, this is unrelated to the portable gaming world, but they're um, they're doing the same company the a game based on that Fables comic book. I don't know if you're familiar with that comic. It's all like the fairy tale characters and like a I think it's like a modern day world or something. Oh, the Fables comic book series. Yes. The same people that are doing the Walking Dead game are doing a Fables game. Huh. Anyway, that was a little tension there. Um, the only other really cool game I saw from WWDC was um, a game by Square Enix called Blood Mask. It's sort of like a, it's like a vampire RPG set in France. Um, <laughs> the trailer for it was hilarious because you, you take a picture of your own face and it maps that face to your character in the game. So you're basically playing as you the entire game. And um, it looks like there's like a big 
free roam city. It looks very much like Assassin's Creed 2 or something, and the graphics are amazing, but I don't know if it's what I saw was actually the character free roaming the city or if it was a pre-rendered cinema or something, but um, the actual battles looked uh, very much like Infinity Blade, if you've ever played that, where mm-hmm. basically you walk from point A to point B and then an enemy comes into your line of sight and you use different swipes to kill them, but looks like a pretty cool game. Um, we'll see where that goes. I didn't see anything on the new Final Fantasy Tactics that's going to be for iOS only, but what I've heard about it now up to this point is pretty awful. <laughs> so I, I heard that it's not even, um, you don't actively control the battle or something. It's more of a team management game or something. <laughs> and then it, it looked very similar. Did you see that, see that Final Fantasy game where you can control like 64 characters at one time? There's no. That's another like iOS game. I, I can't remember the name of it. There's an, it's a Final Fantasy game. It's like 16-bit looking, and you control a huge like block of people, like 64 black mages, red mages, thieves, whatever. Oh, did this come out a couple months ago? It's been probably a year, maybe. Even. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be really bad. I'm assuming it was just hilarious to to see. But that's this uh, new Final Fantasy Tactics reminded me of that because it seemed like there was way too many characters on screen, and they're all in like this isometric view. Which, I mean, the view is normal, but like the it was very like. Remember in the the the, the GBA version, how the terrain was all varied and stuff. Of which game? Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, the um, the advance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, in this one, it's all. It just looks like it's all just flat, like. I don't know. You're just on a grid, and you're you you manage your team, and then they kill people if you do good team management or something. I don't know. It's probably like Final Fantasy uh, football. If if you were playing Wheel of Fortune, that would be the the mashup of the name of this game. Yeah, but I can't say that sounds terribly appealing. But that's most iOS games, as far as I'm concerned. Right. So that's about all I have. You know, Which is I convenient because with. I just finished up my rum, so... I, I <laughs> power-chugged mine right at the beginning, so... <laughs> I've been hunched over my computer for an hour. You can't see out of one eye anymore. Yeah. My sentences don't make sense to me, so they probably don't make sense to you sometimes. Well, I've been working on a blog post for the website. Cool. Um, I haven't been totally committed to it yet but um i'm gonna put more energy into that uh and we uh we need people to get in touch with us on twitter which yeah. is uh portable power fm on or, twitter or via email at portable power podcast at gmail.com or on facebook yes. too so all email the, us for, all the for games that you would like to see reviewed um any comments or questions or anything like that Anything yeah. that you'd like to see expanded upon as far as games we've been talking about? Yeah, we'll address anything. Uh, yeah. Send me pictures of you with no shirt. Definitely send those pictures to Mark. <laughs> Just kidding. He's not kidding. <laughs> I, was ma- I was actually talking to you, but that's cool. Whatever. <laughs> and, um, I didn't know we were still recording. And uh, join us again on the 1st, and we'll uh, do our coverage of Animal Crossing and our iOS and Android games. Which are far less important. It'll be mostly Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's going to basically be an Animal Crossing episode, I'm pretty sure. 
I, I could rant for a while about my game, so I will. <laughs> I'm going to eat on it. Have a good night, Internet.